Hello everyone. Our Bible reading challenge this month is the New Testament letter of the Apostle Paul to the Colossians. And we've taken this week to read through this short letter, four chapters. And um, every day I'm just sharing my reflection through this podcast in a very informal way. Uh, so thank you for taking a few minutes to listen to me. Today I'll share some of the things that came to my mind as I read Colossians chapter 3. And I hope you take time to read this chapter today. The Apostle Paul begins this chapter by encouraging us to focus. That's the main thing. The the idea of focusing, focusing not on the things of this world, but to have in mind always looking upwards towards God, towards what pleases God. Not focus on the temporary things of this world that might provide us a temporary satisfaction, but will never give us the eternal delight that our souls really desires. As disciples of Christ, we must realize that Christ is risen and is ascended and we should focus our mind on heavenly and eternal things, bearing in mind that we are crucified with Christ and we will rise again with him when he comes again to take us to be with him in glory. The Apostle Paul, he goes through a list of things that we should put off and then he goes through a list of things that we should put on. On verses 5 through 9, he speaks about what we should put off. As a Christian, our bodies should be dead to sin. So anger and slander and lies and obscene talk from our mouth should not exist in us. We must abstain from it, believing and affirming that we have been made new in Christ. And we want to grow after his image and live a life free of sins, and that applies both in attitude and in action. In verses 10 through 17, the Apostle Paul speaks about what we should be putting on. As chosen people of God, we are to live with hearts of compassion, humility, patience, and holiness. And it's hard many times to be patient with others. It's hard many times to forgive others. It's hard to bear each other. But it's part of our calling to do so. The love of God in us will motivate us to do so. Our attitudes, our motives, and our relationships should be bound by love. And this happens when we let the word of Christ have its place in our lives. As disciples of Christ, we are reprogrammed and our sinful nature does not control us anymore, but our lives are filled with praise, with singing, with wisdom and concern for others. Paul also shares at the end of this chapter that we should be living in obedience. Our obedience to God is shown in the way we treat others. It's funny because many times we want people to respect us, but we don't respect others. We want people to submit to us, but we are not willing to submit to others. So we are called to practice respect and submission. And this applies to everything and to everyone in our lives, right? To our spouses, to our children, to our parents. And the, and the place where we work, our employers, our bosses, everything that we do, we do it with an attitude that we are honoring God and serving God with everything that we do. God will reward this practical obedience that we display to others. And those that treat us unfairly, don't worry, they will get their payback. And so as a recap of, cha- of chapter 3, Um, We see that the Apostle Paul calls us to adopt a heavenly focus 
Let us not focus on the things of this world. Let's remove anything from our lives that does not honor God and always reflect the image of Christ. Let's embrace everything that is good from God and live lives that exalt him. And let us live in practical obedience. Obedience not only to God, but to our spouses, to our parents, to our bosses. And when we do so, we will be honoring God. What a great chapter. Now let's work on putting it into practice.